0: I'm happy to see a lot of quality projects flourish because I think there's, there needs to be room for lots and lots of people.
1: Awesome. So we just wanted to start there, Josh, actually. I was just curious uh, how you got started in the NFT space.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I got into NFTs first round with um, CryptoKitties back in I guess, 2018. And then I, like, went dormant for a bit when crypto was, you know, during the long winter. And I think it was Top Shot that brought me back. I, I you know, bought some packs last year and um, started having some fun with it, you know, when things were taking off in January and February. And and then, like, you know, Top Shot was a gateway back into NFTs where um, I started playing Zed Run. And I got, I bought a board ape, and you know, um, just got into a whole bunch of projects, and you know, st- started working with um, teams to kind of help them on marketing and um, you know, drop strategy. And from there, it's been a a wild ride. It's been a
1: lot of fun. Absolutely, that's terrific. That seems like we've talked with a lot of different people that have become. You know, OGs in the space, obviously, and they have had a very similar start out, obviously. So it's kind of cool to see how everybody got started, including yourself, obviously. Uh, John, did you have a question? There?
2: Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, uh, it seems like you, you like, um, sort of just like followed where everyone else was like, sort of like gravitating towards, like, you know, Zed Run, board Apes, all that kind of stuff. Um, like, did you sort of build a community for yourself from the beginning Um, Or is that something that you found along the way of, like, people that you could, you know, sort of, like, talk, shop with and stuff like that? Um, Or was that sort of something that came along as you progressed along in the space?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was progressive community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I first got in Top Shot, I was, like, just chatting with some of the other folks. I hopped on a few podcasts and was, like, talking to other people. And we were trying to study. And, you know, I came from... um, as a collector of sneakers and sports cards. And so, so like, you know, I already had a sense for what, you know, kind of what the hobby meant to me. So switching to digital was, was, was a jump, but it w- it was funny. Cause like a lot of the top shot folks, you know, we, we actually like started exploring Zed together, you know and like got mm-hmm. horses around the same time and, you know we're working on, you know, racing and things like that. And so, um, and then I, I, I think both top shot and Zed people you know saw board apes that first night when minty was happening and a bunch of them jumped in whether they were following like prankzy and dingling or um you know other folks i know I, when i tweeted the you know my ape i was like hey this thing seems kind of cool it's like a social club i got one um i went back a few months later and i looked at the um the comments and now it's like a bunch of apes right like <laughs> at the time it was like people were like oh that looks cool i'm going to get one or like here's the one i got now they're all my friends you know and and i've been we've been like hanging out on twitter and discord together for months some of them like we worked on projects together or i supported their you know what they're working on um so you know this whole year i think it's just been kind of rolling together and and building those relationships as we go and now some of them i've met in real life um you know and then some of them i'm you know partnering with so you know i think we find our people um and hopefully you know any project that you land in, especially like a an avatar, or a digital identity one, you you find you find your community there, and you grow together.
1: Absolutely, I actually I have a completely off the board question because I also came from uh, the hobby world with the sports cards as well. But I live in Canada, so I collected a ton of hockey cards as a kid. Uh, I had some baseball and some basketball, mostly hockey cards. Which sports cards were you into?
0: Early on, yeah, I mean, my favorite sport to of collect was basketball, so I think maybe the jump to Top Shot was the easiest. I mean, I, I collect some baseball and some um, football as well, um, and and I'll dabble in like some trading cards and things like that. But yeah, I mean, and maybe it was because like for sneakers, like the basketball shoes and you know the players and the sports cards, like all kind of made sense as like one big longer thread. Um, and then that carried over to Top Topshop. But you know, I, like I, there were players that I was caring about and like tracking their shoe releases as well as, you know, their cards. And and that was fun for me.
1: Sure. Yeah, Can for you? sure. Yeah, um, I, I'm just gonna follow up on that. Um, as someone who has been in many communities and advised on projects before, uh, what's been like a favorite moment of yours as a member of a community? Obviously meeting a lot of people in person is, is very cool. Did you have uh, another specific moment out of curiosity?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many moments. It's just been a really, just a really fun year. Uh, some that I look back on, um, like I remember the early Twitter spaces that I hosted, like the, the weekend that Bored Apes came out and just just having so much fun being like, what is this? And like, I'm figuring out what it meant and, and who we were um, together. Uh, you know, some of my early moments, like racing Zed with friends, like when, when I bought a stable or I started buying horses, I went in with like three friends to, to invest in our stable together. And so I would like share the race links and we'd like watch them together and, and cheer. And, and that was really special. So, um, you know, I, I think to me, it's like moments of like when you're collecting something and you see it, you know, impact like a bigger cultural moment. Um, but then also it's done in community. Those, those are like the ones that I
2: really remember.
1: Wow. Absolutely. Uh, John, what do you got there?
2: Yeah, no, I, I, and I totally feel that. I, I just feel like, um, with a lot of these projects, you know, they, they have their discords and stuff like that. And I feel like there, there's such a a joy of seeing like when a minting goes on and like seeing like everybody in the discord, just like so excited to like, like, we're all experiencing Christmas at like once. And then it happens like every week, you know, um, but yeah, no, uh, but I, you, you kind of mentioned there that uh, you have worked on um, projects in addition to being part of communities and stuff. Um, is there, is there like another memory for like just being a part of a, a, a project um, on the team and stuff that uh, stands out to you um, just so far?
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I've started doing and I've come to really enjoy is um, like a Twitter space drop party. And and so like um I did a drop party for the Jenkins team, we did one for Lost Boys and um, Lost Boy NFT and a few others like, and there's just a really fun energy. We we'll bring people up on stage and they'll kind of share their stories and and you know um you know their own community experiences and then um we'll kind of talk about the project. So I so I've an, I really enjoy just unpacking that together and, and having a, a moment. And I, I, I like that we moved the the drop parties from Discord. You know, mm-hmm. historically, a lot of people would just kind of go hop on voice and Discord. And now that Twitter Space is a little bit more reliable, not fully there yet, but it's getting there. Um, like there's there's a desire to kind of like host them in public. Yeah. And so you can bring people over from Discord and just drop a link in there and, and everyone joins up together. And what you get is like these rippling circles of like everyone's community is also able to kind of witness and participate and you know i think when it's going well you get a really good energy you know sometimes the drop party is also designed to um address any issues with job like oh things are running late you just have a have an easy way to communicate with like hold on let's not mint yet um but uh but yeah when it's when it's working and going right like i think there's there's a really good vibe about it
1: yeah, absolutely. I know one of the big issues that I had getting into NFTs and like the big boom of February, obviously, was everybody always complained and rightfully so about like a lack of communication. And the one that stands out to me, I, I just as one that I joined in on right at the beginning was the gutter cats drop where nobody knew what was happening and they it, it launched like an hour or two early and nobody really knew why until after the fact, basically. So I agree like these launch parties are a really good option and i like the movement to the twitter spaces as opposed to the discord because like you said like it becomes public rather than private and that way anybody can be able to to see and come and participate in them as well so um i was just curious what's been maybe like obviously hosting twitter spaces for stuff like launch parties is a really compelling aspect for you as an og is there anything in particular outside of that maybe um that has been something that's been a really awesome aspect for you as someone who's been in very early or?
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I I think being in early was, was a huge gift partly because like you build these relationships with people in the space who go on to do some really incredible things. And so I, you know, I've really enjoyed like people that I got to know, going on to do their own projects being able to support them and and um and watch watch them succeed and and so i think that's that's the funnest part is like hopefully you know however the market's going like we're all winning together and and we get to just cheer each other on so so i love how supportive the space has been um, it's you know, a mile a minute, like, like keeping up mm-hmm. with, with the feed is, is, is insane. Um, so, you know, I got to remember to like sign off when I need to sign off. But when I check back in, like everybody's still there, whoever's there hanging out and just having a good time and, and encouraging each other. So I love that.
2: Yeah. um, That's, I, I love, I love that take because like, um, I mean, like, like you said, like the, there needs to be a time where like you, you aren't on, you know, we need that sort of space for us to, you know, be a person in the real world for a second. I feel like it's so easy for yeah. us to just stay on our phones or stay on our, our laptops and just be checking the market and stuff like that. But um, actually, friend of the podcast, uh, Top Shot Tandy actually just uh, had a great interview today with Veerman about uh, a question. I want to uh, post to you a little bit. Um, as somebody who, uh, and this is sort of off the cuff here, but like as somebody who is like, you know, has it has a good following on on Twitter. I mean, like. 40k as, as we're recording this, um, you know, what, how do you feel like, uh, is, is, is there sort of like a responsibility that you feel to, you know, be a person of, you know, like, like, you know, people turn to, to listen to for advice and stuff like that? Like, how do you navigate sort of people coming to you for advice, but also just being a person who is also in the NFT space as well, you know, like,
0: yeah, that's, I mean, I carry that responsibility pretty heavily. And I've been, you know, astounded to watch things grow. And, you know, being, being someone who runs uh, quite a few giveaways, I, I think helps to kind of um, accelerate that. But, but I, I definitely feel responsible. And I think we as OGs or, um, you know, people with followings should definitely feel that because mm-hmm. people are making decisions based on the stuff we tweet, the stuff that's in our wallet, you know, the, the stuff we care about. And I had this realization, you know, like my own thesis about kind of how how I build my collection now is very different from it was when I was first getting started, and very different from a lot of people who are approaching me now. And and so I just have to remember that, like, like there's a lot of stuff now that I that I like mint or buy that I just I don't necessarily tweet or share because it's just not not something that I want to broadcast as like hey this is something that everyone should go buy. um Mm -hmm. you know I've had a few cases where like you know if I share something and like it really accelerates the minting of it um and it's not that I want to like keep it to myself it's just that maybe for an audience that wide they're they're this is not the project for them I'm just doing something for personal reasons Mm -hmm. either to support someone that I care about or because I think it's funny or you know because um it fits you know things things that that i that i'm interested in mm-hmm. so definitely definitely feel that that responsibility i mean it i also noticed like the inbound that i get you know has has shifted and it and it changes from like people are kind of like oh you know i'm an artist trying to figure out how to mend nfts which are great um you know to like how do i get in the community to I, now i get kind of random like i've got i've got and I want to make a bunch of money. What do I do with that? And it's, you know, that that's just something that I'm like, I'm not really the person to be asking for that. Like that's, that's not what I'm here for necessarily. I want people to to like succeed, you know, and I want everybody's boats to go up with the, the tide, but also like, um, I care about the space enough that I don't want it to just be about the money or just about the flip. And so, um, yeah like like trying to find the right people who need help the people who are here for the right reasons and and um you know spent i spent a lot of time in my dms just answering those questions um but also i have to be more
1: selective that's fair that's fair i actually not to completely pivoted to the exact thing you were just talking about not wanting to do normally um i was just curious we we wanted to learn you know john and i have talked before about zodiac friends nft we wanted to hear from the source if you could just kind of explain the new project and just kind of talk about it a little bit you don't have to share anything you don't want to of course <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> thanks yeah i mean um so the zodiac friends team approached me um a little bit ago and and just asked if i'd be an advisor and that's something that i've been doing for a handful of projects and it, I, I'm basically, so my, my day job is um, I run communications as a, um, as an agency for a, a bunch of different like tech companies or, um, you know, consults for their, um, for their work. And it made sense actually as NFTs were becoming more of a thing, like I was hearing from projects who wanted a lot of what I do professionally applied to the nft space because i have knowledge about that so i've been um advising or consulting on on certain NFT projects and helping them you know think through how to reach their audiences and um, how to market and then also um use my platform when possible um and zodiac friends i really liked their mission to bring more visibility to um asian artists the asian nft space um and so that was something that I wanted to support. So I've been helping them just think through, uh, you know, all the different models and strategies to, to find your community and build it and reach reach them. And, you know, we're in pre, pre-sale this week. And then um, I, I think sale goes live on Thursday. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll get people on DMs being like, how many should I buy? Should I flip it? And it's like, well, why I support this project, you know, I hope that it works out for everyone, but but why I support it is really because I care more about having this be something long-term that can reinvest into the, um, Asian art, Asian MT community and, and elevating Asian culture and, um, you know, finding, helping discover and bring more representation to Asian artists. So, um, you know, I, I think everyone can take that with a grain of salt as they think about projects and I've worked with supporting other projects that are for mental health and, Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. And so, Yeah, I mean, I I guess going back to that theme, it's like not everything's a flip, but I also understand, you know, people collect for different reasons. And some people want to make sure that when they collect that it's going to be, you know, uh, something that they can move later um, and, and find a profit. And, you know, I, my own stance is like, I think selling's good. I think people who turn things into money, like can pay their rent and their debt and, you know, all that stuff. And so I want I want people like I, I celebrate the board apes along the way who've sold and may, may or may not have left the club because I'm hoping that's life changing for them. And I want this space to, to be life changing for artists and creators, but also for collectors, um and, and owners. And so yeah, I mean uh, it's it's not quite the same play for zodiac friends as you might get with um you know, some of these crazy releases that have, like, you know, 100,000 people trying to, maybe not 100,000, but, like, 50,000 people on Discord all trying to get that that really limited mint, um, but I really believe in what they're doing, and I'm excited for, you know, the impact there.
2: For sure, man, and, you know, I've, I've been tracking Zodiac Friends for a while, I, I'm pretty sure since, like, you sort of tweeted about it a while ago, and, um, yeah, no, as somebody who's also Asian in this NFT community. Like it's, I, I love to see it um, and yeah, I can't, can't wait to see uh, how it takes off and, and what you guys do with it. It seems really, really like a great team, you know, Thanks. Um, great, great roadmap too. Yeah. Um, was that, was that the last of our questions or do we have more, Caleb?
1: Uh, I actually just had one last one and yeah, it's, it's from someone that, uh, I'm the more limited profile picture NFT guy between the two of us, between John and I, of course. Um, obviously I've bought into a little bit, but every time we talk with somebody that has experience in the space, of course, we just want to see if there's any specific pieces of advice or anything like that for new NFT collectors um, that you or anybody else uh, could, could give.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a lot of the similar stuff. Like, I mean, start with collecting what you love, but also like educate yourself so that your taste and your instincts grow and, and improve so that what you love is, you know, ends up being, you know, something that's also a really great long-term hold. And then also like, I, I think like it, it can be hard to watch some communities be, you know, get priced out for most people. Um, and I think my advice and this is something that I did from the beginning is like, you can join any community that's, that's new and, contribute to it and and make that community valuable but just by you being a part of it um and and build those relationships and and so like i'm happy to see a lot of quality projects flourish because i think there's there needs to be room for lots and lots of people to kind of build their metaverse identities and their digital identities and also to find a community where they they can support each other and be celebrated so yeah i mean you know the is you know we talk about like the next whatever project and i think like on one hand there's no next because everything is itself but also it's up to us as the community members to decide to make the next and so that's my invitation is like i've seen that for instance like, um, with lazy lions i had a friend who you know had been following my board a journey and like my different you know my NFT journey, he'd been thinking about getting in and um, he ended up getting a lion and and he came to me and he's just like, I get it now. I get what, you, what you're what you experiencing with you know, the apes. Like that's what I'm seeing in this community and we're making memes and we're tweeting together and we're like, you know, encouraging each other. And so that made me really happy to see he ended up like gifting me a lion too. I was like, he wanted me to be part of the community. So um, i love to see that just like a new community rise up and have that kind of energy together and, and find their people and succeed. Um, and what the floor is for that, like it'll go up if you add that kind of value in into the ecosystem, but it also doesn't matter that much to me because like, I think community can be priceless and that's, that's what we're trying to build. And yeah, it helps to have a backup if you want to sell. Sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, there's new communities cropping up all the time that people can jump in and participate and, and contribute
1: to. Yeah, terrific. I think we always talk about the communities and how impactful they are. And your your quote on them being priceless is absolutely accurate. You know, you can gain value and lose value based on a community. But I think personally, like, a lot of the communities that I've got to be a part of up to this point, and I'm sure you and John would say the same, like, I couldn't put a value on a lot of the friendships that I've, I've gained along the way, you know, um, I think it's, I think the community, like you said, is, is priceless. So that's a very cool way to put some perspective on it. 100. What about you, John? Um, yeah, no,
2: I, to- I totally feel that. And like, uh, you know, it, I feel like there's a, there's a, also like a utility to community as well. Like they, there's a way for you to like sort of, build, um, or uh, find new projects or communities, or, you know, like, even just, like, get some advice from, you know, people that you've met through it as well, you know, like, there's so many different ways that, you know, while it is good, just in general, it just, like, is also very <laughs> good for, you know, learning about how you can be better, and how you can make other people better, and all that kind of stuff, making sure everybody wins, and stuff, I feel like that's just the mentality, um, or at least in good communities, the mentality is, like, I don't feel like I'm winning unless, you know, my homies are there with me, you know, like, so um, totally feel that. um, But I think that uh, since that is the last question, um, I think we have a fun little game that we wanted to play here, Josh. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Caleb, do you actually want to explain the rules of this, this <laughs> one?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So so there's the new five project, obviously. Uh, that you which, tweeted about, right? <laughs> but, but, yes, exactly. That uh, Josh yeah. tweeted about. Um, and we kind of wanted to go in and pick some of our favorites. So I actually went in and, and got uh, two total that I really loved. And uh, John got one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Josh, did you get one as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, I got three. You got three. Oh, Terrific. <laughs> okay, you beat us both.
1: <laughs> and uh we're kind of just gonna explain who who is in our fives our there and then explain why. And uh I might let uh John take the floor with his one first. Okay.
2: Oh, okay. That's 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 sort of like a a play there. Like you make me go first so you can top it. I I, I get that. Okay. Exactly. I gotta start off strong here. Okay, so mine is I'm thinking for which two I want to go first with. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll go with this one. Okay. So mine, I, I, I'm I a, a diehard Warriors fan. So, like, I had one that I wanted to do, and then I had, like, I had to get one with Steph in there. So this is my one with Steph in there. It's... uh Okay, so here we go. Half-court Steph, Jimmy Butler, no-flinch Kobe, Lamar Odom, and Shaquille O'Neal. I feel like, I feel like that's, like like... The the spacing, a little bit of an issue with Lamar and Shaq, but that's fine because we got the shooters. So you know that I feel like that is sort of like what I went with, and also like half court stuff. I mean, like dead dead eye, like can hit it from anywhere. So that that's that's my number one. What about you, Caleb?
1: I'm just gonna mention uh, that's a lot of Lakers for a Warriors fan. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually, I have a funny one to start with. It's, oh, um, no, okay. For yeah, sure. so it's uh, Desert Eagle Gilbert Arenas, uh, Bradley Beal, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Ejected Rasheed Wallace, and David Robinson. Um, now I picked this five because the contrast between Ejected Rasheed Wallace, Desert Eagle Arenas, and David Robinson, who was in the Navy and is literally called the Admiral and is like the go-to straight-edge guy in the league, I just think that that locker room would be very confusing to be a part of uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, <funny>. for real. <laughs> yeah. What do you got there, Josh?
0: Yeah. Well, the first one I minted was, uh, Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, Paul George, Carl Malone and David Robinson. Ooh. Um, and I was like, I was glad I got Steph cause he's my favorite player. I think he just really changed the game. Um, and has a, has a really joyful attitude about the game. Um, but I was like, man, Steph and Reggie right there, like just dropping bombs. That'd be wild. And then, yeah, we got the Admiral. We got Carl Malone. It's just really, you um, know, push everyone around. And then you, you could use Paul George to, um, you know, defeat it. So I, I think um, it was interesting. I mean, it didn't have like your classic goats. Like, so, um, you know, obviously you could swap someone and, you got in an MJ or LeBron or a Kobe and, like, you know, have some fun with it. But also, I don't know. I, I think like Steph and Reggie would would have been a really fun uh, oh, yeah. combo. Just, just spacing the floor with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There would be, um, just a hundred three point shots per game. I think. <laughs> team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I also feel like the the personalities. Are- between the two are so funny because like, you know, Steph such the baby face assassin and then Reggie Miller is like, you know, holding up the choke sign, you know? So like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just the, that sort of uh, relationship would be fun to watch as well. Um, I mean, who, I mean, I guess we can't choose a winner, but I think, I think those are all very good. Um, but here we'll go for the second one. Um, should we, should we go back around? So we start with Josh first and then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: All right, I got to pick, let me see, pick. Um, I'll do, I'll do this one. So I got John Stockton, J.R. Smith shot selection, Meta World Peace, Kevin Garnett, and Ben Wallace or Mulance. I don't know why they spell it that way. But, um, you know, Meta and Kevin Garnett, I mean, that'd be a pretty, uh, pretty fierce team. I'd have to think about what you know. J.R. Smith shot selection would look like, but you know, it'd be it'd be pretty wild. So that's my my second team.
1: You have a very tough front court there. Like that is yeah. not a team that I would ever get in the paint with.
0: Zero percent <laughs> for
1: sure. Um, I went. This is my my actually good team. Maybe it's more competitive. Uh, I went with Damian Lillard, uh, Michael Jordan, Finals MVP Igadala. Jerk Nowitzki and ejected Rasheed Wallace. Ooh. Um, I think you just get a lot of shooting both in the mid-range and in at from three, obviously. And I mean, you can't go wrong with the one true goat, Michael Jordan. And then also Rasheed Wallace is there to just rock anybody that wants to come into the paint against them, I guess. So
2: <laughs> you just need one guy who's just gonna like block everything and just, you know, make the presence known. Especially Pretty when you have straight. other scores like that. You know? <laughs> yeah um i love that one i love the one um I'll, I'll i'll do my i'll do my funny one right now because okay so i have a funny one and i have a real one well that will do less but um i thought this was funny literally because okay i'll just i'll just tell you what it is okay so john morant ray allen paul pierce and then two ejected rasheed wallaces <laughs> So you get them twice, yeah, exactly. So, and then also Ray Allen and Paul Pierce together again, which I also think is like very spicy. Um, yeah. So, uh,
1: that was pretty good. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm just looking for a third one right now to oh, sorry, match up with you guys. No worries, no worries. That way we, I'll I'll skip to you, Josh. You can tell us your third one while I'm browsing it.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll tell my tell you my third one when I when I someone. You know, dropped this link in in a group chat and I was like, oh, this looks like a fun project. I love the pre And And um, I was just curious. I want to open CF switched to like highest last sale. And it was 200 point Wilt Chamberlains, you know, on the same team. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, 200 point game right there. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh
2: man. Yeah.
0: And obviously, you know, the other three were probably good too. I just, you know, but between two um, like goaded Wilts, you're, you know, you're in trouble. But so like my, my other mint was um, Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade, Julius Irving, Carl Malone, and Ben Wallace. So that's a that's a strong team too. I mean, if you met them on like a street court or something, you'd be in trouble. So <laughs> I think that they would definitely um, get in foul trouble, but they might take out the other team just, just physically. But it was fun. 100%. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, so I found a third one that I really like here. And this is because I'm a big fan of Kyrie. It's the earth is flat Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> Tracy McGrady. Nice. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Garnett, and a 100-point game will. Uh, there you go. There's just there's, – you have to score 200 pick points roll. a game, right? Yeah, there's 200 points a game there easily. Yeah. Yeah, for as real. A team.
2: But not more points than 200-point game wilts. It's true. I mean, you can literally put three chairs out there for the other three guys, and you <laughs> probably would still win. Um. But here, okay. Here's my last one, and this one, this one's the Grail one. I found this one, and I was like, it has to be this one. So I want, I want y'all take y'all's take on this, okay? So we got Lamelo Ball, took it personal, Jordan, Kevin Durant, Dirk Nowitzki, and a hundred point game. Will. Oh shoot! <laughs> that might be the only That's team. Strong. I could stop two 100-point game builds. Second <laughs> uh, so
0: personal Jordan would be dangerous.
2: Dude, I'm telling you, bro, for real. I mean, you also the documentary. I mean, that guy just wanted a reason to, to just bulldoze over teams.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. For real. All right, good anyway. game, guys. <laughs> yeah, great game. Yeah, it was great fun. <laughs> you can take it away there, John oh yeah for sure okay well
2: (laughs) yeah um josh thank you so much for for joining us on our podcast i mean like you literally i you were i'll be honest with you you're literally one of the people that have the notifications on um because you know also you, you, you you have the great tweets and also you know um as some one agent to another like just amazing to uh have someone look up to in this space um but yes thank you so much for being on our podcast with us it was such a pleasure um and uh yeah uh we'll give you these last minute or so if you want to you know sh- uh you know pitch anything shout out anything you know whatever you want to do with this
0: thanks yeah i mean um you can find me on twitter i'm at Doe, and appreciate all love like uh thanks for having me on and yeah just let's keep being kind to each other and and you know watch this space go to the moon it's going to be fun
2: for sure thank you so much josh all right um we will see you guys next week uh you know whether you are an ape or creature or an alien or anything in between you're part of the family as long as you buy in at the lowest ask we'll see you guys next week
0: cheers thanks guys